Welcome to Audio Gyan, an Indian podcast for those interested in design, philosophy, and arts. Audio Gyan documents thoughts, ideas, and insights from known and unknown gems of India who have done some remarkable work in their field of interest. Visit audiogyan.com for more Gyan sessions. Uh, today we have Aroi Singh with us. Uh, Aroi is a Bangalore-based artist, but has traveled all around India. Uh, she is a self-taught artist uh, who doesn't create art for art's sake her work usually expresses a strong idea or carries an underlying message and is often response to what is happening in the world around her aroi puts her brush into anything that appeals to her and it explodes into colors as vibrant as her personality and as bold as her thoughts are uh, today we'll be discussing what it means to be an artist uh, get to know her work her process uh, so and also aroi as a person so thank you aroi for being on the show i'm very very delighted to be here kedar okay so uh, the first thing which i wanted to ask you is uh, since i've seen your work uh, in your studio here uh, how do you define your canvas uh, i mean how has that process evolved over time uh, when did you start and now what kind of uh, mediums you use uh, to express your work kedar my creativity um expresses itself through many mediums through many genres and across many canvases many supports as it's called uh, i started painting when i was i think in class 6th or something and mm-hmm. it was usually cartoon characters mm-hmm. on chart paper mm-hmm. and um, i just wanted to you know put up posters in my room mm-hmm. and when that started uh, the next step was to figure out how to get the kind of flat colors you see in comic books mm-hmm. so the endeavor became to figure out how to use poster colors and get the flat you know feel onto the chart paper mm-hmm. then the next step was to figure out how do i blow up something which is the size of a little comic mm-hmm. you know 1 inch by 1 inch to the size of my wall mm-hmm. so on my own reading talking to my dad friends and stuff like that i figured out a squaring technique mm-hmm. uh, i still remember i didn't realize the significance that it needed to actually be a square grid mm-hmm. so i used to just randomly draw it and you know the proportion would go off because mm-hmm. it would be a rectangle okay. but that's how it started i kept painting i kept doing things like that and then i joined a boarding mm-hmm. in 10th 11th and 12th mm-hmm. at air force bal bharti in new delhi mm-hmm. and my supw subject that you have in class mm-hmm. um i took art okay and my art teacher in my supw subject was somebody called nakul sinha mm-hmm. he was from shantiniketan and he also used to live on campus mm-hmm. so he would open the door mm-hmm. as in the studio door studio for me at all hours of the day or night oh, and mm-hmm. the matron and my teachers and all were nice enough to you know every spare moment mm-hmm. i was in the studio mm-hmm. i was having fun and he was talking to me and he was letting me do things you know which i guess i am who i am because of him mm-hmm. my dad yes my mom yes but mainly because of him mm-hmm. and um finished 10th and i did very not very good in some subjects and i just decided to take history because i loved the subject and he insisted i take elective painting mm-hmm. so those two years of 11th and 12th elective were my formal quote unquote education in art mm-hmm. and um, we did everything mm-hmm. but i remember for years he never actually touched any work that i did Mm-hmm. So while other students did something like he'd say okay paint a vegetable cellar and we'd all paint a vegetable cellar mm-hmm. he refused to touch my work to correct it he would just look at it and say he says that is wrong fix it mm-hmm. right and for years i thought he hated me mm-hmm. 
it's much later that i realized that he wanted me to do stuff on my own mm. he didn't want to correct the painting okay. i did very well in 11th and 12th in 12th i got 93 and 91 in history and painting mm. and i was caught between deciding whether i wanted to do further studies in history mm. or painting okay. and my dad's in the air force my mom's ex air force my brother's air force my masi's um in the is my grandfather's ex army and my other masi is a double ma and a double uh, and an emed mm. so pretty much everybody said you can always paint study mm. and i was like okay i joined hindu college i did my uh, graduation in history honors but um, i kept painting mm. and 94 i went to again for a lark went to triveni kala sangam mm. and i want to have an exhibition mm. <laughs> and they told me we have a waiting list for 2 years oh, wow. so fill the form and we'll let you know mm-hmm. i said okay i filled in the form and that was the end of it and i kept doodling and you know doing various things and at that stage i was still at the painter vegetable seller and mm-hmm. you know paint three friends and that kind of stuff mm-hmm. and um i get a call 10 days later from triveni mm-hmm. saying we have a cancellation in 2 weeks okay if you can get the sh- if you can get your work ready come wow so i said yes i can get my work ready yeah. and pretty much i put stuff that i had done in school really it was school level work yeah. i'm actually surprised they gave me a chance mm-hmm. but this is what i say serendipity it happened mm-hmm. i put up a show and my then boyfriend now husband supreet and i put up one little poster outside triveni mm-hmm. with one little um you know little note which just said do you see potential mm-hmm. that's all mm-hmm. again serendipity that this was a smaller gallery the larger gallery had a diplomat's daughter having an exhibition there mm-hmm. and the who's who of delhi came for that show mm. every art critic every politician mm. including i wouldn't want to name people a whole bunch of people came yeah, yeah. and they sort of trudged through my gallery as well mm. and they were all kind enough to say mm. that we see potential Mm-hmm. I have a visitors book which is which for the first exhibition is like a gold mine right mm-hmm. because everybody wrote yeah. and I got all of the art critics who actually gave me a review mm-hmm. but one lady for pioneer who said she should just go back to school mm-hmm. everybody was very very nice very kind they all told me we see potential continue mm-hmm. uh, there was a gentleman called krishna chaitanya he basically said start doing chalk pastels Okay. and i'd never tried that then mm-hmm. another gentleman told me you know you because i had poster colors and oil pastels and pencil and everything there correct so various people came and told me hey why don't you try this mm-hmm. this will work with this technique or this material or this medium mm-hmm. and my husband um, supreet at that time was pursuing architecture from the school of planning and architecture mm-hmm. so he was already you know running around doing his thesis and pointing and dotting and making little trees and stuff and i would help him with it I think a lot of that helped me decide that look let's experiment. Mm. And at this point I must um, um mention an anecdote. I was always frightened of a blank canvas or a blank sheet. Okay. Like, you know before you put the first mark mm-hmm. I would be very nervous. Mm. And uh, Supreet once gave me a scholar sheet. Mm. A scholar sheet used to be 35 rupees a sheet in 93. Oh. 92 93 94 yeah. around that time. Um he gave me a blank beautiful sheet mm. and he gave me a bottle of ink mm. and he said drop it mm. and I looked at him I said are you nuts I'm not going to do this mm. he says no drop it what's the worst that will happen 
Mm-hmm. It'll get spoiled. Correct. That's about it. Yeah. That was the first life lesson that I remember that I have carried through for everything in my life, including my art, mm-hmm. which was what is the worst that will happen? Mm-hmm. You will fail. Yeah. That's about it. Yeah. that changed my entire approach to how i viewed my life okay. so i did theater in college mm-hmm. i did you know comparing for shows i did lots of stuff mm-hmm. still trying to figure out what i wanted to be and what i wanted to do mm-hmm. i finished graduation and i joined a, com- a, a computer firm and i didn't know how to switch on a computer mm-hmm. honest to god mm-hmm. and my ceo then ceo tells me i'm hiring you for the quality of your mind mm-hmm. that again was I think it was the most liberating thing a new employer can tell you. Mm-hmm. And that was my first employer. Mm-hmm. And my then manager, a gentleman called Kaushik, is friends with me even today. Mm-hmm. He's the second reason that I I did what I did. Mm-hmm. He just said so do it. No, what will happen? The computer will crash, we'll fix it again. Yeah. And I did the usual stuff. I OCR, you know, OCR scanned pages, we OCR did made, you know, got coffee for the seniors and all of that. but i learned information architecture or what content management was or content management in those terms not today's management yeah. and i started to do that mm. but i kept painting mm. around that time i went to a gallery mm. and the reason i'm telling you this entire thing is because it will make sense as to why my canvas is so wide today correct correct i went to a gallery and i had my da- by the way my dad was of course traveling around then and he was posted to rajasthan mm. and i stayed in delhi but i used to go for 2 3 months while i was finishing my graduation and i swear to you kidar i fell in love with every man i saw <laughs> bar none i just thought they were so handsome mm-hmm. you know with with the tanned skin and all these lines and these colorful turbans and i was like okay i'm sold i will i will live in rajasthan all my life types mm-hmm. and i started that and um while doing all of this i had done these quick pen and ink sketches mm. which was i sketched out this man mm. with sketch pen and then hash did cross hatching and you know, rubbing and all of that mm. and after i done it i took ink colored ink camel colored inks and i went over it mm. now the ink dissolves the sketch pen ink okay okay right because the sketch pen is soluble it's water soluble yeah. so the end result was beautiful mm-hmm. and it was actually a fluke i was just having fun with it mm-hmm. right so i did a series of these and i went to the gallery mm. in south delhi and the gentleman said hmm huh, we will see mm. again serendipity a senior artist was work had her show on mm. and my work was spread across the floor when she walked in mm. she looked at it and said who is this person mm. so sharad that's the gallery owner pointed to me and she said hmm nice work that was it mm. and sharad jain then decided that i will frame these and we'll see what happens mm-hmm. he framed three of these pen and inks and they sold the next day before i saw them framed oh wow and he said mm-hmm. done mm-hmm. we are very good friends today and he gave me that next break mm-hmm. because it was in gallery orbindo i had a chance to put my work in a gallery vadera or a gallery this or a gallery that mm-hmm. i didn't have a show yeah. after triveni but it was in their gallery collections right mm-hmm. the gallery keeps stuff mm-hmm. inside mm-hmm. and a few of those works sold mm-hmm. again i met a lady called madhunath mm-hmm. on my first exhibition in triveni in 94 okay a beautiful gentle lady very unassuming mm-hmm. she walked in did a round and walked out mm. a few minutes later she came in again did a round and there were these two children i painted the, i called it graffiti and it was about 
10 inches, 12 inches by 12 inches, a square thing uh, of poster colors mm. on handmade paper. And you could see the back of these two children doing graffiti on a wall. Oh, okay. okay. Right? Mm. And she said, I want this. Mm. And I was like, okay. She said, I don't have enough money with me right now. And I think she gave me some 200. By the way, that, that painting in 94 was priced at 2,100. And she gave me 500 rupees and she says, block it. I will come for it. Mm. She went out. She came back again to tell me, block it. I'm like, okay. Mm. Exhibition got over and her daughter came. Again, she's good friends with me today. Mm. Kiara came in and said, mama wants you to come and give the painting at home. So I was like, okay. She gave me the money, mind you. Mm -hmm. Her daughter came to the gallery on the last day, gave me the money, but said deliver the painting at home. Mm -hmm. They used to live in Gulmoha Park or Uday Park mm -hmm. in Delhi, Delhi, which is a very upmarket locality, right? Mm -hmm. So Supreet and I go on Supreet's little scooter with this thing packed. And I walked in and um, I have goosebumps today recounting yes. that. Madhunath called me in beautiful house. Supreet was sold on the architecture of the house, the interiors. I walked into her living room and there were paintings across the entire wall. Mm. And the paintings were Raza, Hussein, those kind of paintings, right? Mm. And there was a little spot on it and she says, hang it. Mm. That was the next time my life changed. Mm. Because I don't care if she removed it the minute I left the house and put it somewhere else. Mm. But she put my work mm. and gave it a respect I hadn't started giving it then. Correct, correct. Right? Yeah, yeah. Today she has 18 of my works. Oh, wow. While I was in Delhi, mm -hmm. the right of first refusal for any work mm -hmm. went to Madhunath. Mm -hmm. Without question. She said, Dikhao, main dikhati thi, ye wala mujhe chahiye. Mm -hmm. Bas, that was it. Mm -hmm. A lot of her friends saw my work in her house mm -hmm. and they would buy it as well. Mm -hmm. Now, I got married. Oh, by the way, I, uh, between all of this, mm -hmm. I did my post-graduation as well after a three-year break. Mm -hmm. And I finished in 99, again from Delhi University, Hindu, in history. Mm. And my husband and I got married on the first free Sunday after my exams got over. And we came to Bangalore. Oh. <laughs> and yeah. he was working here with Planet Asia and I joined a company called India.com as their information architect. Mm. I worked with them for a few months mm. and then quit that and started freelancing. Mm. But I used to continue painting. Mm. And I was lucky enough that people came home and said, what do you have? Some who've come from Delhi, mm. like one of Madhunath's friends came from Delhi and um, she said, do you have anything? And I showed it to her. She said, okay, I want this, this and this. And she took it. Mm. So I always had that patronage, which is very important for yeah, any artist. artist yeah, yeah. Music maybe, when someone listens to it, So that happened. Mm. Then I had got married, like I said, had my kids and life went... A complete different turn, right? I was like going nuts with looking after two children and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I decided in 90, no, in 2004 or 5 mm -hmm. that it's very tough. I need to start painting. Mm -hmm. That's how I started painting on kettles. Mm -hmm. A chance visit, mm -hmm. again, serendipity. A chance visit with a friend to a market here in Bangalore, Russell Market. She sorry, was uh, buying... Sorry to yeah. cut you here, but like how, like what made you pick kettle? That's what I'm telling you. We were going... I just... Everybody who knows me uh. knows that I have chai. Uh. That's like... And my thing is I will not have chai anywhere else. There are like, like four people whose house I will have chai. Mm. Otherwise I'll have coffee or a drink or I mean, soft drink or something. Okay. My chai has to be very... It has to be made the way I make it. Okay. Right? 
So everyone knows that. Mm. I think I'd mentioned to you about a game earlier, and, yeah. and I'll tell you about it again, um, of this Diamond District table that I made for someone. Mm. Um, you come to my house, you will stop for chai. Mm. So we were going through Russell Market, and she was buying some kettles for a camping trip, the regular aluminium kettle. Uh-huh. So I bought two kettles. And I said, I will paint on it. Mm. Now, what I ended up painting on it was these, and that's how this quote-unquote, what I'm known for, mm. kitsch part came up. Mm. You know, the people who, when you talk on the phone, you doodle something. Mm. Like, you know, you, you, your pen keeps moving. Yeah. I can make a Rajasthani man and a woman's profile without looking at the page. And it'll be correct every time. Because I've done it so often. So the first thing to do on that kettle was to make these two guys. So I made the profile of a Rajasthani guy and a Rajasthani woman. Mm. Now, because the kettle was tiny, their faces were close, Mm. right? And I painted it in flat colors, bold, going back to what I did for the comic thing when I was in sixth. Mm. Because that's the fastest to do. But that time it used to be poster colors. Now it was acrylics. Mm. Very vibrant pigments, Mm. dries fast, gives me the kind of end result I want. Um, Did that. Showed it to my husband who was that time in the US mm. over Skype or some such um, thing. And my friends there, they all loved it. And they christened it the kiss kettle mm. because those two looked like they were about to kiss. Mm. And then I realized that my husband and I have known each other since 89. Mm. I was in class 10th. Mm. And through the years, we have done the snail mail. Mm. While I traveled the country with my father, ex-Air Force, like I said, and he was based out of Delhi primarily. Mm. We've done the chitti, the trunk call, all that we've done, right? And here, like this email, I have my answer. Chat, I have my answer. So when I made that kiss kettle, the next thing that I said is, let me go into the market and I found an old post box. You know, the post box you put on the, the, uh, on the gate? Yeah. I painted the same thing with cheesy hearts and a kiss, the, the two Rajasthani guys about to kiss. That was just my response to talking about the snail mail I'm not sitting down and specifically telling you about it Mm. I just decided to do it that way Mm. my kids are very very cute even if I say so myself (laughs) and everybody tells me kala tika lagao Mm. again today's woman how the hell can I put kala tika I mean I and I'm sitting and saying okay then you start doing research and you realize the evil eye concept exists across cultures Mm -hmm. and it's everywhere you will find a nazar battu outside a door um, building me truck ki tire ke pass chappal jute sab kuch right as a evil to ward off the evil eye Mm. and auto ki piche likha hota buri nazar wale tera mukala right that is also an extension of the same thing so the next thing I realized that I painted a kettle Mm. with uh, with an auto on it to phir nimbu mirchi a gaya phir ye uh, demon's face jo nazar battu rehta hai wo aa gaya main bachon ko school chhodti thi auto mein that became a thing so each of these is my canvas has gen- and this entire long story is to tell you the medium the support the the theme mm-hmm. is je- actually a reflection of my life mm-hmm. a friend of mine was going through a messy domestic violence case then mm-hmm. and um, that day in the paper when i opened the thing I saw articles on Miss India, Miss Universe, Sushmita Sen. Next page, you turn the page, there was a dowry death mm. and such and such thing, right? And I painted a kettle mm. with a beautiful Indian woman's face on one side. And on the other side, there was a ladder, blades, knives, um, a che- you know, Correct. chess pieces. And it, I called it the checkered past. Mm. Okay. Now, that was my interpretation. Mm. It also 
made it to some magazine cover, I forget what, one magazine cover, the other had the checkered pass kettle. And incidentally, it got bought by a Miss ex Miss India. Mm-hmm. It just, that was my response to it. So when someone looks at it and says, oh, very nice kitschy colors, mm-hmm. one part of me wants to give them one dhap. What the hell is mm-hmm. wrong with you, right? Mm-hmm. It is genuinely a reflection of my life. Mm-hmm. As my kids grew older, I started painting the same theme. Mm-hmm but with a different medium onto a different support slash canvas. So it was still Nazar Bhattu. Mm. But now the Nimbu Mirchi, instead of being this very flat comic book graphic style, mm-hmm. became more realistic on the canvas. The canvas. Mm. So my, how do I choose my canvas? I don't choose it. It chooses me. Wow. The only difference is I try and be as honest to it as possible. Mm. When a store called me, every store worth its name or well most stores worth their name would call me saying yeah, Diwali ke pehle tis kettle do. and I'm like I will not do that okay. I have friends who said Jodhpur mein aap karkhana khol lo hmm. ek design do iti bari copy hoga hmm. but phir usme mujme aur karigar mein kya fai- I mean farak and in no way dissing a karigar hmm. I, I understand the work that they do hmm. but I have been blessed that what I do is jam it's not butter hmm. I can afford to say this hmm. and I do very nice, very nice. Uh, so yeah, I mean, if the products, what you're like, as you mentioned, like, what is the difference between uh, mass like, production mass and mass production and the kind of work uh, you are into? So uh, I'm assuming that like most of the products are one of a kind. Yes. Right. So uh, how do you define value to it? And I would like to stress more on uh, the earlier conversation which we had around uh, the goodwill which they do, the Rajasthani uh, karigars who like spend a lot of time in Correct. like uh, uh, some laborious work but still get paid uh, like peanuts for that so how how does that work and how do you define value to your work i think primarily for me if anybody is willing to pay for my work hmm. in any context hmm. i've also done barters right hmm. some friend couldn't afford a painting of mine so she's left her cycle and taken a painting we've hmm. done stuff like that okay. right my thing is if anyone in in Pure basic terms. Hmm. I value my work enough that as my art teacher Nakul Sinha said, kabhi kisi cheez ko free nahi dena. Hmm. Gift bhi doge, ek rupiah lena usse. Hmm. So that has stayed with me. Yeah. And by value, the other thing for me would be, someone has, is willing to pay hard-earned money hmm. for something I created because I wanted to create it. Hmm. Which means, now whether you buy a canvas for 2 rupees, 2,000 rupees, 2 lakhs. You have paid for it, right? It's your money. Correct. That by its very virtue has given it value. Now, mm. what value do I bring to it over and above this, this canvas. you know, canvas 10 by 10 or whatever that you're buying mm. or a product that you're buying? Mm. Um, for me, if I'm making a product, I want to, I want goodwill attached to that product. Mm. So now when I'm working with stuff, what I don't get is every piece. Mm. I will not say every piece actually that goes out of my studio is only worked on by me. Mm. But I would say 70% of the stuff or 80% of the stuff that goes out of my studio in terms of products Mm. is worked on by me. Mm. The first sample I will make Mm. of a bag, a sling or whatever. Because if I don't know how to make it, how do I expect the karigar to... Know and realize that I know. Yeah, yeah. So then I can tell him on the phone that it's because you've cut it from here. Right? Mm. That is my putting my 
mouth, my money where my mouth is. Mm-hmm. I can easily go, to, I've been told by so many people, are you doing so well, go to China and get it mass produced. Kya mila? What is the difference between me and another brand? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Yeah. Now when I bring value to it, the thing, I do a lot of running stitch on my products. Mm-hmm. Um, and products, to give you a little background, is I paint now uh, in a more fine art way mm-hmm. and I'm using that term very loosely mm-hmm. but more painterly way mm-hmm. so to say more artistic and all of that the stuff that I did when my kids were young mm-hmm. the style that very graphic comic book style kind of thing that I did on kettles and a post box and a trunk and a table and a chair and whatever is what finds itself its way onto a product mm-hmm. and the product slash merchandise being a bag a wallet um, chair jewelry dupattas Again, what I was saying in the first, uh, as answer to your first question also, is I'm always trying to take an idea or a theme mm. and see how many ways I can translate it into a different medium or a different genre. So, if I lotus paint, it will be used in a way as opposed to a bag mm. or a table or a dupatta. Its size will change, its scale will change, its colors might change, its texture might change, the surface detailing might change, mm. right? Mm. How many ways can I do it? Because that's how I grow. Mm. I grow in my approach so that next time when I'm painting something also, I understand not as a direct consequence of it, mm. but I understand the nuances of what goes into a design mm. or an art. Mm. So same way attaching value to it is, I did something called the Pooch Collection in 2012. Mm. Before that, I'd been, and this is again, it's God's way of getting me to do something. Mm. I, 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 God, I, I won't say God, something out there. Yeah. Um, I'd been trying to do this product, kuch karenge, kuch karenge for a while. Mm. And it used to always fizzle out, ki husband is traveling, kids are this thing. Kuch na kuch hota hai tha. Yeah. Yeah. September 24th, 2011, a chance conversation with a friend about how to make the stray dog hip and stylish mm. got me thinking. 24th September, 12th February, the exhibition went live. Mm. I had, I had, and it all happened. Mm. I had 70 meters of fabric that I personally cut. Mm. I took three stray dog motifs. Mm. I had seven print colors, nine base colors or vice versa. And it started with cushion covers. Then it became laptop bags, iPad cases, and so on. A whole bunch of products. Mm. Now, I learned, right? Mm-hmm. I need to make the straight dog, dog hip and stylish and I can paint. Correct. But nobody is going to... How many people? How many paintings can I make before I sell it and someone will I mean, raise enough money for the dogs? Mm-hmm. Because I had pledged 50% from the profit in perpetuity from this collection to the welfare of dogs. Mm-hmm. So now I needed something which was graphic, mm-hmm. could be screen printed because... Everything costs money, right? And I'm putting my money. Had to be screen printed. Had to have enough variations and variables that every target audience would want to buy it. Mm. If I keep it very kiddie, then only the kids will buy it. Mm. If I keep... And again, this thing about colors. Mm. An orange and a magenta college kid will wear. uh, Wear if it's a t-shirt or keep in their house or whatever, laptop bags. But um, a teal blue and a gray combination, a CEO will carry. Mm -hmm. I need the CEO as much as the college kid to buy the bag because otherwise I won't raise enough money. Correct, correct. Right? Yeah. So that is why the variation of seven base colors and nine print colors. Mm-hmm. So it, and by that I mean, say, the screen print mm-hmm. color is, say, black. Mm-hmm. Now, that single dog silhouette and a pattern created out of it is printed on black 
two meters of black, two meters of white, two meters of pink, two meters of whatever, whatever, right? So I've got that many variations. Mm -hmm. And I have three dogs. Mm -hmm. Now the next color will be say lime green. Mm -hmm. Lime green will work on magenta and purple and this and that. So two, 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 two meters of everything is printed. Mm -hmm. So by the end of it, I had huge stock mm -hmm. in, in terms of variation. Mm -hmm. Also because I'm trying to sell you a concept, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. the, the, the cushion you have in your house, nobody else will have. Okay. Or maybe two other people will have. Yeah. Today, everything is mass-produced. Yeah. Go, same thing in everyone's house. In fact, they like identify yeah, IKEA. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I don't want to be that. I want you to look at it and say, yeah, this is pooch collection. Mm -hmm. Because that underline, that's where my, my role as a designer comes in. My learning as a designer comes in. Mm -hmm. How do I carry the same identity mm -hmm. across all of these things in colors mm -hmm. without losing pooch? Mm -hmm. And pooch is, by the way, tail, Hindi, yeah, yeah, pooch, yeah. pooch collection, right? Yeah. And in this pooch collection, the idea was also for somebody to be able to... S now, a lot of friends ask me, why are you doing a bloody pooch, man? Dog, why are you doing My question was, my answer was, not taking away from any NGO, they do wonderful work. But up until then, most of my um, interaction with products that an NGO did mm. was um, a kore kapde ka bag, mm. Jispe screen print kiya hai kuch logo ya kuch something. Green, green mein. Green <laughs> And most people buy it hmm. with goodwill. Hmm. Absolutely keep, I want to help them out. But wo bag ultimately na grocery bag ban jata hai. Hmm. Aap sabzi mandi lege jate ho ya usme kuch dalte ho. It, it goes on in the cupboard at the back somewhere. Yeah. I wanted to do this where you were happy to carry that bag on your shoulder. Hmm. And the point was that when you see a repetitive pattern of dogs, somebody asks you, yet, kutte is ke upar? Hmm. And your answer should be, ki haan, kutte isiliye hai, kyunki this was the cause. Yeah, okay. Or direct them to a website, mm -hmm. or some such thing where they can learn. Mm -hmm. And the value comes from the fact is, I didn't want to do pooch by guilting somebody out of their money. Mm -hmm. And that is something I've tried to do in terms of value mm -hmm. for everything I do. Mm -hmm. Normally when you ask somebody for funds, mm -hmm. And I, again, it's not 100% of the time. Mm. But you see an organization, ting tong, bell will ring. There will be young college kids with a booklet. Mm. Madam, please donate to this place. Now, mm. you will donate or not. If you do it's usually out of guilt. Because they will tell you that, you know, you will get dinner from 2,000 kids from 4 children. Right? Yeah. It will be, you will go to the car and there will be have you seen anybody beg you with a smiling face? No, they're, they're guilting you out. Yeah. I'm not saying that their, their position in life is not good, mm. but it is guilt. So the second time someone knocks on the next traffic signal, you will put the music on, you will roll up the windows and you will look the other side. Yeah. Now, I can understand that you may not be happy with a stray dog as I am, mm. but I still want your money. Mm. How will I get your money? I will get your money because I will give you a product that you're happy to carry and you're happy to pay for. Mm -hmm. I chose to give the money to the dogs. Mm -hmm. So the 50% of the profit I am paying. Mm -hmm. You are still paying market value of whatever you would have got that bag for outside. Correct, correct. Well, I don't even want a, this thing, you know, a, a smidgen of, uh, gosh, she's come again. Mm -hmm. No. Mm -hmm. And by the same token, up tab tak 
तब तो फर्स्ट फॉर ए था ना तो कुशन कवर तो मैं बनाती नहीं थी लैपटॉप बनाना नहीं आता था तो जिस कारीगर ने बनाया अब वो काम कर रहा है वो दो रुपए में भी बना सकता है पांच में भी बना सकता है बट इतनी अकल मुझ में भी है और उसमें भी है कि वो एक्चुअली कॉस्ट कहीं बीच में है तो वी टॉक अबाउट इट एंड आई बॉट द प्रोडक्ट ऑफ हिम बाई पेइंग हिम फेयर वैल्यू फॉर इट सो माई कॉस्ट ऑफ प्रोडक्शन वॉज द कॉस्ट ऑफ द मटीरियल एंड द कॉस्ट ऑफ द कारीगर बट द कारीगर डो एनीथिंग टू द डॉग्स वो मेरा अगेन कमिंग बैक टू इट इट्स माई चॉइस तो कारीगर को तो पूरे पैसे मिलने चाहिए बिकॉज नहीं तो कारीगर भी बोला अरे मैम आके चूना लगा गई तो वैल्यू कहां रही उसमें सो ऑल ऑफ दीज थिंग्स टू मी मेक अप द वैल्यू ऑफ द एंड प्रोडक्ट मच मोर देन दुअल कॉस्ट दैट इट इज रिटेलिंग एट बिकॉज लाइक आई वॉज मैंशनिंग टू द अदर डे आप जाके उसको लूजली कांथा कहते हैं कांथा जो बंगाल में होता है रनिंग स्टेज बेसिकली दे ऑफकोर्स टू वेरी इंट्रिकेट पैटर्न बट एक और चीज रहती है गोदड़ी जो पुराने साड़ीज की रनिंग स्टिच के साथ वो कंबल टाइप बनाते हैं ना जो आपको दिखता है टुडे यू गो टू एनी हाई एंड स्टोर यू विल फाइंड जाइगेंटिक बेड स्प्रेड विथ ऑल दीज बेड स्प्रेड हैव कांथा वर्क ऑन देम आई मीन बेसिक रनिंग स्टिच की लाइन्स अब आप एक सिंगल बेड स्प्रेड जाके आठ सौ रुपए का खरीदोगे करेक्ट आठ सौ रुपए का आप बेड स्प्रेड खरीदोगे उसमें एटलीस्ट लेट से उसने होलसेल में बंदे ने कपड़ा खरीदा पचास रुपए तो कॉस्ट होगी ना बेड स्प्रेड की ऊपर का कपड़ा नीचे का कपड़ा अंदर का रुई वटेवर वटेवर धागे की कॉस्ट अब पचास रुपए का वो हुआ अब उसको धोना भी पड़ेगा बनाने के बाद उसकी कॉस्ट होगी पानी की कॉस्ट होगी वेर जहां पे भी रखते हो उसकी कॉस्ट होगी अब कारीगर को भी पैसे देने बट वो एट एट में रिटेल हो रहा है अब अगर वो रिटेल एट में हो रहा है एक जगह पे बनता है ना बैंगलोर में तो बैंगलोर में थोड़ा बनेगा तो अगर राजस्थान में बनेगा तो वहां पे कहा बनेगा पीपल गो इन टू अग गो टूंग एनजीओ टेक द जॉब वर्क ऑर्डर टेक इट होम से दीदी ये चार दिन में या पांच दिन में हफ्ते में दे दूंगी मैं अब उसको कितने रुपए मिलेंगे इसके 800 में से आप रिवर्स कैलकुलेट करिए अगर एक सौ पचास दो सौ रुपए लेस बी जनरस दो सौ रुपए इसकी कॉस्ट है राइट उसमें से आपका अब द जीएसटी इज वट एवर बट वैट यूज टू बी देर वॉट कैटेगरी इट फॉल्स अंडर तो इट कुड बी फाइव परसेंट इट कुड बी फोर्टीन पॉइंट फाइव परसेंट जब वैट था अब इट कुड बी बारह परसेंट या अठारह परसेंट लाइफ स्टाइल प्रोडक्ट है वो तो जाएगा गवर्नमेंट को अब जो बंदा बेच रहा है उसकी भी तो हिजरानी का शॉप यार इंदिरा नगर में दुकान है उसके भी पैसे जाएंगे रेंट के वहां पे चार सेल्समैन हैं उसके भी पैसे जाएंगे रेंट के तो आप ये जब सब चीजें निकाल दोगे फिर ट्रांसपोर्टेशन के कॉस्ट है ऑक्ट्रॉय एक्साइज वट ये सब आप निकाल दोगे आपको क्या लगता है कारीगर को कितना मिला और कैन यू इमेजिन कितना टाइम लगता है वो करने में इट्स इट्स ऑलमोस्ट ब्रेन डेड वर्क बिकॉज यू गोइंग टू दोन की ऊपर नीचे ऊपर नीचे ऊपर नीचे सुई घुमा रहे हो आप बट इट्स बैक ब्रेकिंग नाउ आई अंडरस्टैंड इकोनॉमिक्स आई अंडरस्टैंड द वर्ल्ड हैज टू रन आई अंडरस्टैंड ऑल ऑफ दैट आई डोंट नीड टू एड टू इट I'm a very small player in this entire grand scheme of things, mm. but I want to do it a way where I can make a difference. That's all. I cannot change the way the world functions. It won't function actually. If I, <laughs> you know, there, there are too many other dynamics involved with this. But the value of a product to me is much more than what it costs. Oh, wow, that's like a different perspective altogether to value. Uh, yeah, moving on. Uh, can you tell us? Uh, like i was reading about kitsch and like the kind of uh, connotation it has overall across uh, 
internet or other articles uh, i found it to be slightly negative so i wanted your perspective of what is uh, kitsch in general and since the entire world is moving towards this minimalism or utility driven muji ikea and places Correct. like that so how like how do you see your work fitting into uh, the society and how is it being uh, accepted within the people to give a definition of kitsch hmm. first i hate being called anything to do with kitsch but my own website has a category called kitsch okay. one of the reasons being because the press labeled it as kitsch and so many articles got written about me and my work hmm. as kitsch that beyond a point it was no it wasn't worth fighting it hmm. but on my website and my blog it's my blog hmm. it's my opinion hmm. so i say it up front and center that i don't like being called kitsch hmm. having said that the reason being that it's a bit of a misnomer Mm-hmm. because the dictionary definition of kitsch is something that is that draws inspiration from popular culture but it is mass produced it is often of cheap or substandard quality mm-hmm. now my work is not mass produced mm-hmm. it is certainly not of substandard quality yes it draws from popular themes mm-hmm. but the popular themes it draws from have connected with me in some sense Mm-hmm. they are popular yes because the world at large connects with them mm-hmm. but they i may not have interacted with it mm-hmm. so just because it is the hip thing to do i'm not going to do it mm-hmm. because i didn't connect with it so the nimbu mirchi happened not because nimbu mirchi was a big thing to do mm-hmm. it is because nimbu mirchi mere ghar mein i mean kahin na kahin context mein aa jata hai auto aa jata hai correct aur ab bacche bade ho gaye correct auto ka time chala gaya mm-hmm. to ab main auto nahi paint karti mm-hmm. kettles tab karti thi ab nahi karti mm-hmm. agar wo if it was to be a kitsch based artist mm. i wouldn't be able to leave those motifs behind mm. i can in fact you would intentionally hunt for those ones exactly yeah. i can leave it behind and the other thing is also this some things intrinsically have uh, have a connection to my life mm. like i said animbu mirchi this evil like concept right meri nani hamesha kaha karti thi ki bete logo ki aankhon mein mat aana ha ha bada acha hai you did well in school very good very good ab chup raho right to जब से छोटी हूँ आई हैड दिस थिंग इन द बैक ऑफ माय हेड कि भैया लोगों की आंखों में आना नजर लग जाएगी आई हैड समन फॉलोज इस्लाम एंड शी सेड माशाल्लाह यू नो अरे माशाल्लाह अगर कुछ अच्छा कहा उन्होंने माशाल्लाह उसके बाद कहा नहीं हाँ देखा and i'm like uh, what just happened mm. it's just little stray references in con- conversation with people that come up where you realize mm. it's actually not i don't even think evil eye is a superstition anymore <laughs> it is so much mainstream matlab bacche paida hote to unke wo haath mein kala bangle dal dete ho wo the the uh, most people mm. on the street will put kajal on the eyes of the child yeah. why it's a kala tikka mm. nazar nahi lage mere bacche ko mm. right so that is something that is it isn't kitsch hmm. i don't know how to explain it it's not kitsch hmm. manish aroda does stuff which some people have called kitsch hmm. his garments sell for lakhs hmm. there is just no way they are mass produced and they are certainly not substandard hmm. right Correct. it can't be kitsch it's just the press that decided to do this hmm. like i must tell you do you know how label art by arohi was born because supreet and i were looking for a website name a url mm. and arohi singh was taken arohi was taken arohi paints was taken everything was taken art by arohi was available humne khareed liya i had my first uh, show uh, not first show the first show in bangalore in 2008 with all these kettles i had painted ab 
because my blog was called Art by Arohi, when the press wrote about it, they said label Art by Arohi. Hmm. Thak, I'm stuck with it. <laughs> I cannot get rid of the label now. So that is how the kitsch thing came in. So I, I, I do not agree with it. Um, as far as uh, as far as minimal design is concerned, I can be minimal as well. Mm. My house is painted white, but six years ago this house was painted purple. I had a fuchsia sofa. Mm. I had um, a, 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 I love animal print. I love animal print. I think it's a neutral. Mm. Uh, it goes with everything, and that was there. I love zebra stripes. Mm. This entire wall here you see behind me was purple. Mm. But then I grew out of that. Mm. I still love animal print. I still love purple. But I felt the need to put white. Mm. So I put white. Mm. I think design is a reflection of inner of self. Inner self. Yeah. And now IKEA has a particular sensibility. Mm. Right? You'd mentioned IKEA earlier. IKEA has a particular sensibility. But everywhere... In you know Denmark, Sweden, Stockholm, blah blah blah, blah. there's that that particular sensibility that carries through. Correct. Could you can you think of an IKEA having been born in India? No. no. What are the brands that are born in India? You name them. Look at the color that they have. No, no matter how refined they are, mm. or how non-refined, as in like very um, mass-produced, subscale. Corner, look at the shop. Where you get have you seen anything? I'm, forget new age designers. I'm not talking about the designers who've come up in the last two years, three years, five years. Mm. Can you see any design which is worth its salt for the last 15, 20 years that is minimal? No. It's always color. Yeah. Any, and I don't want to name any brand. Mm. It's all cyclical. It'll all come back. Mm. And it'll, it's also mood driven. Mm. Right? There are a lot of designers who design because they genuinely at that point in time are at that, at that phase in life where they want to design a particular way. Mm. Nothing wrong with that. But here's where I, I, I digress from how an artist or a designer is um, perceived. Mm-hmm. If, you, if I go to an art gallery, mm. I will... Usual question will be, but what do you do? I do this, 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 I do this. No, but how do you do your work? Don't do your work. Don't do my work, which I do my own work. You sell me as my personality. You're sell, selling an artistic vision. Mm-hmm. Right? Now, I have a question to ask you. Tell me any stalwart artist mm-hmm. who has not been doing something, the same thing for the last 40 years. Not doing, not doing the same thing for the last 40 years. So I have a question to ask you, mm. a counter question to ask you. Mm. How do you sell yourself and how do you call yourself an artist if you do not grow, yeah. if you do not experiment? If your emotional canvas has expanded from 20 to 40 to 80, your, ex- your life experiences make you. Mm. How can you, st- your canvas cannot be the same. Do you, do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Maybe by it the time... It is mainly to uh, like the need to express and after certain time after certain point that particular canvas feels small maybe correct yeah, yeah. i had outgrown a kettle yeah. the kettle as a canvas had outlived its utility for me mm-hmm. and mind you i've done some in my at least in my mind iconic things on a kettle mm-hmm. i painted a kettle called gandhi versus gandhian mm-hmm. which has um, anna's anna hazare's portrait on one side mm-hmm. and sonia gandhi's on the other either mm-hmm. anna hazare ke side pe ek hath hai which says or something. Mm. And Sonia Gandhi ke uze, Congress ka hand which says Dil Mange more. Mm. And upar it says Gandhi versus Gandhian. Mm. 
it actually sits in anna's office is it yes because uh, somebody saw it on my blog post then called me i went to freedom park when this entire anna hazari thing was going on and they took the kettle from me as a gift from bangalore to anna now here's the part i am not going to go tom tom it from somewhere else saying ki nahi 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 my kettle has more value than this person who's mass producing it with a chai ka imprint on the side if i could have just as easily done that on a canvas right i painted something called inner demons and outer something i forget what now so many years ago but it has sharukh khan and amitabh bachchan on either side and the blog post associated with it said they they both said in an interview that i think amita bachchan was asked on simi garewal show mm. what are you most afraid of mm. and he said an anonymity mm. and sharukh khan said something similar in some interview mm. which makes you realize they're superstars mm. but inner demons don't go mm-hmm. what you intrinsically feel you will feel correct right yeah so for anybody else i painted two superstars on the side mm. but it's a lot it's it's a lot more thought out that kettle Mm. then just painting two superstars on the side very interesting <laughs> so as a minimal design mm. i can pay, i you want a bag in just black and white or gray and beige mm. no problem mm. and i will by the way i will do it with as much conviction as i do fuchsia and orange mm. but to say that i'm a minimal designer and that's all i will do will never work i know that about myself i think minimalism is more towards the design aspect where form function and things like that. i think like we are in the domain of being artistic creative but okay minimal design form and function mm. tell me um a table mm. it has to have my khiladi tables mm. okay it has to have a flat base where you can keep stuff it has to have four legs for it to function yeah. it can be it will work with three legs okay depending on how it's balanced it will work with two as well mm. correct mm. that's a table now minimal design could be somebody puts very fine slim steel mm. and two legs mm. it's balanced looks fantastic right somebody could use a larger chunk of wood mm. which is like the five the cross section section is 5 inches mm. and two large stone stumps underneath mm. that's also minimal design mm. what part of it is minimal mm. in visual terms in design terms in aesthetic terms utility utility is still the same yeah yeah how can it be minimal minimal matlab tum table hi nahi use karte minimal kahan se hua wo right minimal is how you define it mm-hmm. so this just a black table made in wood is minimal mm-hmm. but if i put five things on it for utility i have painted a chess a carrom board a snakes and ladders or whatever shit chart on it sorry whatever on it it has function mm-hmm. so now minimal design and this is my question if i paint this grid as is on the table that we are sitting on right now this is in 15 colors or five colors whatever right mm. if i paint it in black white and this is in gray and this is all in tones of gray would it be minimal it's still painted mm-hmm. it's still got function in that you can play a game on it it's still got a table surface and it's got four legs minimal is how you define it wow that's yeah that that you you and by the way i i still do understand the larger context of what minimal yeah, design is yeah, yeah. but i'm just saying is there's a different way to look at it as well correct correct my sensibility does not necessarily always go towards a bare room white walls and one steel lamp mm-hmm. yeah. yeah it I doesn't go to yeah, that yeah yeah i got your yeah. point yeah 
yeah, so I think uh, the last two questions which I wanted to ask you, uh, this is in context with the earlier conversation when you showed me your uh, work with uh, the purse, the bags and stuff Correct. like that. Uh, what is the significance of upcycle? I mean, first of all, can you just slightly elaborate on uh, what it means to upcycle? And then uh, how has uh, that particular concept seen through your work and how is it helping the society at large or uh, environment? Like these are big words, but still you got the point. Right? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, upcycle, recycle, reuse, all of these words are used interchangeably and in some ways they possibly could be. Hmm. Reuse is something that has already had form and function and you've used it for that function. Now you're reusing it in a different way or in the, sorry, in the same way mm. to like this cup. Earlier you would, I'm giving you a very basic level example, right? Mm. Lovely pristine china only used to serve to your guests. Mm. It's got a use. Upside se chip ho gaya, now you use it only at home. Mm. Ab wo thoda aur chip ho gaya, crack aa gaya, now you put a plant in it. Hmm. it's all levels of reuse and reuse Correct. its function has changed for what you had originally got it yeah right now this same cup hmm. when you were serving it to your esteemed guest it had a function hmm. then gharpe it had a function now you put a plant in it has it has a function suppose it breaks further hmm. right and i break it into chips and i use it to tile a floor hmm. or a garden paving hmm. or make a mosaic decorative table with it hmm. It's reusing. Mm. I'm now recycling the same product. Mm. A use at this level, at the, at the top level, it was the use was changed. Mm. Here is I'm recycling it. Mm. Upcycling is the same thing. You take something and you give value to it. You add value to it. So you up the cycle process. Mm. Something could be you downcycle the process. Mm. Now, not that you hear words like downcycle. I'm just trying to you know give it uh, give you an example. Um, Chindi, hmm. leftover katran fabric and factories and all of that. Ek hai ki garment bana aur uski jo side ki chindiya pieces jo nikle, wo jab bahuti chote hote hain, bahuti buri halat mein hote hain, wo weight ke hisab se bahar bik jate hain. Kaha? Jab aap garage mein jaoge ya tire ki dukaan pe jaoge, wo tire kisi cheez se saaf karega. Wo gaadi ka wo andar ka grease ka part kisi cheez se saaf karega. That is downcycling something. Hmm. But it's still upcycling in that it's being used. It's not going to a landfill. Hmm. But if I take the same chindi, hmm. like a lot of designers are doing today, hmm. I cut little pieces. Now I put it on another flat kapda, all these chote 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 pieces, and now I stitch vertical lines through it, hmm. one centimeter apart. I'm almost making a new fabric. Hmm. That's upcycling the waste. Hmm. Now, the idea for everybody is how can you derive the maximum value out of something before you truly junk it. Mm-hmm. Again, I have the luxury to experiment. Mm. So when I redo my sofas, the sofa ka fabric goes into the base of the bags. Mm. My old curtains get washed, ironed, become the lining inside my bags. Mm. We redid the sofa, the foam that came out is goes into these little, um, you know, I call them pumans for want of a better word, but these little... Um, um, you know, little balls of cotton, very decorative thing that you hang as a charm from the side of your bag. Mm-hmm. So if you come into the other room, mm-hmm. I have a bag of old foam. Mm-hmm. I redid a sofa mm-hmm. and the entire polyfill inside had gone. Mm-hmm. So I said, no, nails and say, dirty, just leave it. Mm-hmm. Because I take out a little bit, I clean that much and I put it into something. Correct. Where will that stuff go? And the way garbage collection, garbage segregation, recycling and all of that happens, 
it is unless someone along the entire value chain here mm. is you know kind enough that i segregated and kept it the lady who picks up the garbage kept the clean and the dry stuff segregated then when it went to the dump it was segregated mm. then i can see that foam going somewhere and being recycled mm. but otherwise it's not going to it's going to go into a landfill somewhere mm. now again i realize that i'm too small a fry to make a difference in the grand scheme of things mm. but if there are enough people like me mm. we will make a difference yeah. i don't have the bandwidth or the wherewithal to go out tom toming to people to do it mm. i don't have it i i and i don't take away from them when you go on a road and you petition so i mean stand in dharna and you petition something and all of that i'm happy mm-hmm. please do it mm. i don't have the wherewithal for it so don't judge me for it mm. i am doing my bit so when i tell you my product is 70% recycled it is 70% recycled recycled upcycled reused whatever the thing is mm. right because i'm trying to do my bit mm. so in that sense most people family as well distant relatives would say yaar ye arwi na kurta deke phir wapas kyu le leti hai because in college i used to make because dad was in rajasthan i would buy these little patches and stick it and make myself a kurta right and say my sister in law liked it or cousin liked it and i gave the kurta i said jab khatam hoga na mereko wapas de dena they would say oh you so bloody cheap man the point is i have taken the kurta back i removed the patch now it's so washed out that you will throw it but i know that one coat of dying mm. will give it a new lease of life mm. the same kurta kurta will wear out from a particular point okay. you get rid of that part you can't do anything about it but the rest of it still has use still has wear mm. wear left in it right denims yeah you cut the denim the top half becomes the top of a bag the legs become material for another bag mm. they are washed they are ironed they cleaned mm. there's another thing i want to talk to you about and which I want to leave everybody with a question is has anyone ever wondered about the cost of upcycling recycling and re whatever mm-hmm. I want to know those answers I'm curious I haven't had time to actually do research mm. but there is energy to add value you need to spend energy expend energy mm-hmm. how much energy are you expending to add value to this mm. and this this has to be less than this value mm. what you put in has to be less than what the ultimate thing is going to be mm. right otherwise it's a waste to recycle or upcycle mm-hmm. yeah so now i'm i'm saying is you buy lots of fabric mm. it's filthy because the place you got it from they didn't segregate it properly whatever whatever you used water mm. when you do two in your cupboard in your bathroom then you used one bucket half bucket whatever of water but now when you're doing it to 500 sarees or 5000 sarees you're going to use water Mm. you're going to use a large drum you're going to use electricity you're going to do there will ener- there will potentially be energy that is expended to create something new out of this i'm not saying don't do it mm. but i just have a curious question that when somebody starts a recycle venture and re- recycle upcycle reuse whatever okay. environmentally friendly okay. venture do they get into it after they've done the math of this yeah I don't think about it yeah. <laughs> right and that's a question i have i don't have my answers mm-hmm. but again because i'm individual i have the luxury of saying ki ha ye curtain ultimately bhi dhulna hai main kisi ko dungi bhi mm-hmm. to dhoke hi dungi ganda thoda dungi mm-hmm. to dhulega ab dhulega to ab now these curtains are faded really really badly in the studio right mm-hmm. what will i do with them everybody has dignity Correct. somebody has to be really badly off before they will take curtains that are that faded mm-hmm. but they're solid they will not tear mm. 
I have two choices. Either I keep it, I use it, or I throw it. Mm. Keep it, use it. Mm. Right? I'm choosing to use it. Mm. That, that is where I always go. If I can find something that has value, I need to be very sure that I can throw it. Mm. I will give, by the way, it's very clear. You come home and I've got some pairs of jeans. I will tell you, please wear them. But you give them back to me when you're done with them. Mm. Because I will cut them and make them some, something. Even if it old t-shirts, I made uh, quilts, mm. um, not quilts, uh, like for the dogs. Mm. So my husband and kids and I had outgrown t-shirts and, you know, they got some stain, some spot, some discoloration. So I cut up those areas mm. and I got these rectangular pieces, mm. square pieces. Everything was joined using, of course, a grid-like pattern and two old curtains. I got two girls from the village who were still learning and we made the godri out of it. Mm. And now that, because it's old t-shirts, may not be used by a human being. Mm. Again, I'm passing no judgment. Mm. May not be. It's washed clean, but they may not want to use mm. it. But I know this friend has a sanctuary for dogs. Mm. I gifted it to them for Diwali or New Year, something. Mm. Now, even if it keeps five puppies warm, mm. it's done more than it would have done if I'd thrown it in the garbage. Absolutely. And it's taught those two girls a skill. Hmm. I'm happy with my efforts. Very, very thoughtful about you for that. Uh, yeah, since you mentioned this, uh, uh, like you taught those girls also. And so I would like to conclude with one last question is, uh, uh, can you share your, like uh, this also, we again had a previous conversation that uh, when you go to a person, like a real artist and, be an intern they really mm. don't entertain much because they get to uh, understand the nuances and then it's easy to replicate or copy or steal or whatever it is so uh, if you don't mind again mm. Uh, mm. all the best for your like fusion projects and from Thank that you. also uh, extends this question that in case if someone is aspiring to be an artist or has that uh, creative kida inside him so any my um father was with me that day actually in 94 hmm. uh, at my exhibition Supreet was there my father was there and we were standing around just talking to each other when an elderly gentleman came in hmm. and um, this gentleman was very sweet very um, very uh, very refined very unassuming very quiet hmm. and he came and he walked around the whole place he spoke to my dad for a few minutes and I was just listening to him talk hmm. And he asked, he told my father that, uh, kaam karti hai, but she's not an artist yet. Mm. And I was all of 19, right? So I was like, what the, how can he not call me an artist? And he told me something. He says, you don't have any life experience right now. Wow. <laughs> and I did not agree with him in 94. Mm-hmm. But with every knock that life has given me, I revisit those words mm. and say, you were absolutely right. Because no matter how good your design sense, your aesthetic, your color, your whatever is, mm. you have to be a genius if you're able to do it at 12. Yeah. You will have skill. Yeah. You might even be born with an inbound talent that you can do whatever, right? But life has a way of teaching you things that nobody can teach you. That's the first. Mm. Go out and live life. Hmm. fall in love get hurt pick fights resolve your issues have conversations Hmm. Hmm. I think my father had told me this many many years ago where 
I think I told you in a conversation, I think my greatest disappointment for my dad is that I didn't do music. Mm-hmm. But I must tell you something that my father told me because I used to do so much then. He said, what are you afraid of the job? You become a news reader, do three comparing sessions, do three painting, live life. Mm. I was blessed to have a dad who thought like that. Yeah, really. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> mm. right? Of course, he did change when it came down to single woman going out, Are, uh, all that. Mm. But I was blessed mm. to get that. Mm. And that makes a huge difference, right? My father has written three books mm. on the Air Force. Mm. My mother has written books on medicine. Mm. My mother today doesn't practice medicine, although she's done her um, uh, her med- medicine, allopathy medicine from uh, Lady Harding in Delhi. Mm. She's also done two courses from Anamala University. She's written books on it. But she says, I will mm. Those are things, you know, you don't get taught. Mm. They kind of percolate down to you. Yeah. And if you're trying out to Sanskar go out... <laughs> and I've always believed. I'm self-taught, like you said. So everything I've learned from either reading, mm. observing or talking, mm. listening. When I, I genuinely believe that in half an hour of watching someone, mm. you will learn so much more than reading about exactly the same process, no matter how detailed, expl- detailed in a detailed way explained in a book. Mm. Because your mind will assimilate things visually or through sound or whatever that reading will not get you to do. So I always believe that when you apprentice with someone mm. or you work as an intern with someone, you learn. I am mm. not for let an intern work for free. Mm. That's not the point. Mm. But I think when someone comes to work as an intern, you need to come in saying, I want to learn. Mm-hmm. You can still come in and say, I want technical negotiation. Hai, karo. Mm. But if you come in without the desire to learn, mm. it's a waste of time for both sides. That is one. Mm. The fusion projects that I started, mm. because of various experiences in the past, I had also gotten, a, nobody will enter my studio now. I will not let anyone work with me and blah, 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 blah. Because of a lot of bad experiences. Mm. But then I also realized that no man is an island. You mm. cannot live alone. Mm. There is only so much you will get when you... The internet, mm. books are a very solitary experience. Mm. But when you talk to another person, there's always a wild card get that gets thrown. Correct. Because that person will have an opinion. Yeah. Right? It's very important to have that opinion. Mm-hmm. Again, so the Fusion Projects was about collaboration. Mm-hmm. And the idea of collaboration is, for me, mm-hmm. is two people work together or two companies or two whatever, work together with a primary goal to earn, mm-hmm. uh, to learn. You can still say, I want to earn money out of this. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. Ultimately, you all have to live. But go in wanting to learn because the end product, and I say product loosely, end whatever you create will already be of such a high quality or standard because you've, the amount of thought you have put into it that commercial sense to bani jayegi kisi na kisi tarah se. Don't collaborate with someone where you, you cannibalize each other's skill sets or cannibalize each other's markets. Come into the table to learn and put your cards on the table. This is what I'm bringing to the table. This is what you're bringing to the table. Exchange, maybe. Yes. If we both know how to cut fabric, but don't know how to stitch, there's no bloody point in us collaborating. Mm. You have to know how to stitch and I have to know how to cut. Or vice versa. Right? No, it's collaboration. If we both decide that we will work together, you also cutting, I also cutting. And then you take a tailor who will stitch, then collaboration is with us. Correct. 
सो दैट इज दिंग मोस्ट पीपल थिंक अबाउट कोलेबोरेशन एज की दो लोग यू नो साथ में काम करेंगे तो कोलेबोरेट हो गया कोलेबोरेट कहां से हुआ and again i also understand the distinction between partnerships and collaborations and you know there there are many subtle Different, differences yeah. i'm using the word collaborate in 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 an effort to learn to learn and to like say i know tatting mm. tatting is this thread based thing like crochet mm. different different shuffle different mechanics mm. but it's about making lace mm. or doing stuff with your fingers and a thread mm. right suppose you make fences Hmm. You've seen the fences, the wire mesh fences. Yeah, yeah. Now, can you see us collaborating? Maybe, uh, maybe the nuances. Ha. Huh. So now here's my question. Let's see if we can collaborate and make a fence which has filigree patterns on it. Yeah. Then. Now you and I are bringing our own skill sets to the table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right mm. now we are trying to think out of the box so we both learn mm. you might still go back to making fences only mm. and i might still go back to doing tatting or whatever itself mm. but what i have learned from you on the scale at which fences are made mm. i'll tell you what is likely to happen say out of these two mm. we collaborate we come up with some collection let's say it's hugely successful so paise bhi ban gaye theek hai ab usko alag rakho you go back to making fences tomorrow you are going to understand better the subtleties of joinery details of if i bend it here versus there mm. a little more than you knew before you got into this your design sensibility of how the fence looks will also change because now you know the possibility ki yaar ek by ek inch ka grid ki zarurat nahi hai wo ek by ek inch ka triangle bhi ho sakta hai every four ke grid mein ya jo bhi matlab ho sakta hai what will i take away from it i will take away from it the possibility of what doing this on a large scale means to my small scale mm. so now i'm not doing tatting on a 1 cm into 25 meters mm. i now have the potential to say ki yaar how can i do this joinery detail of joining 1 cm by 1 cm by 1 cm and with tatting doing an entire bed cover mm. or tomorrow if i have to make a skirt with tatting mm. how do i do it the logic is the same because when if you had to wrap a fence mm. around an irregular enclosure mm. and you know go around a rock mm. go around a building you have to work around it right mm. as tatting lace i'm un- unlikely to ever even think in that direction mm. but now the possibility and this i'm already self driven mm. the possibility of making a an entire skirt with it mm. or some such thing becomes easier because a possibility exists your mind has been thrown open to that possibility collaboration helps you open your mind to possibilities within it mm. i don't need to collaborate with you to steal your idea i need to collaborate with you to unlock my mind mm. that's how i look at collaboration and plus you acquire skill ha so on and in working with anybody requires honesty integrity all of that's a given that i'm putting on the table as we to to hona hi chahiye nahi to kaise kaam karega Yeah I think uh, that's a good note to end this uh, it was great talking to you and thank you for sharing some wonderful insights and uh, we as an I hope to have you again on audio again maybe talking something more about in detail about something it was a pleasure to talk to you thank you so much kitaj so that's it from today's gyan session stay tuned for more gyan on audio gyan next week till then bye
Hello! It's been a great week on the IVM Podcast Network. On this round is on me. Gauri is joined by Shweta Nanda. They talk about the financial independence and how it is to be a woman entrepreneur. On Anish Thing, Anish welcomes ultra marathon runner Shivani Gharat. Shivani shares her journey of how she ran her first marathon, the mindset of a runner, and what it actually takes to run a full marathon. On Cock and Bull, Cyrus, Naveen, Akash, and Shreyas talk about the Korean band BTS serving in the military and its repercussions. On Think Fast, Varun and Suchita discuss Wing Greens and their latest acquisitions, and about the Indian sexual wellness market. And on Shuni One, Sheila Dutta is joined by Dinika Bhatia. CEO and founder of Natigrities. They talk about coming from a business family and Dinika's journey in creating healthy and guilt-free snacking. Once again, don't forget to visit our merch store on ivmpodcasts.com. We have some exciting new merch out there for you. Also, do follow us on social media. We are IVM Podcasts on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And do remember to spread the word about these shows and any other shows you might be listening to. Appreciate them, rate them, and review them wherever you are listening to them. You can also check out all our other shows on YouTube.com/ivmpodcasts. And finally, we would like to thank our sponsors this week: Volvo XC40 Recharge, Bumble, Heads Up for Tails, Kotak Privy League Program, and HDFC Mutual Fund. Thanks, guys. Without you, this would not be possible. Do you often find yourself surrounded by conversations about Web3, blockchain, NFTs, DAOs? What are these terms and how do they affect our future on the internet? So many questions, but don't worry, we've got answers to all your questions. Hi, I'm Eklavya Bhattacharya and on our show Future Proofing, we try to decode the impact of these future technologies on various industries with experts and tech enthusiasts. Tune into new episodes coming out every Thursday on the IVM Podcast app and the website or wherever you get your podcasts from.